Chris, welcome back again with Gail Audley, who is an estate agency coach from the north of England. Gail, thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me here. No worries. I'm quite nervous, actually. Don't be. Don't be. It's just you and I. You don't bite. No one's watching this. No, okay. no, no one watches these videos. <laughs> I just, we just it's just you and me having a chat on the on a sofa okay. called the walking sofa because I bought it but there you go, Very good. Um, the question I want to talk about is is why don't more estate agents invest in training and development of their staff? Talk to me. That's a really good question. Um, in well, I'm quite busy. I have to say, and I think in the last um, sort of six, eight months, there's a lot more agents coming through for training now. Maybe that's um, indicative of the market. But in my opinion, why don't agents invest in training? I think cost is one thing, and another thing is they perhaps think they know it all. Yeah, I mean, if you don't mind me saying, there's um, I can count on I can't get to past two two porky finger hands <laughs> the number of trainers and coaches yeah. in a state agency. But yet there's 15,000 estate agency firms. Yeah. I mean, that's shocking, isn't it? It is rather. Yeah, it is. I mean, I, well, I think people think they know it all. And, and it's a time thing as well, because I think if agents are going to be sort of taking time out of the day to, um, you know, to, to, to work leadership and development okay. and stuff. Well, they're too busy, aren't they? Yeah. Too, and, and remember, they went on that training when they used to work at Countrywide or Connell Sequence, didn't they? They did. And they can pull out that from a drawer with an yeah, just two, off the cover. 2008. Yes. Yes. And they haven't moved with the times, have they? And that's the issue. We're living in a completely different market now. Uh, people are different. Um, customs are different. Okay. I mean, is it the case of the, 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 the staff or the colleagues need the training and the development and the uh, bosses need development and coaching? Is that it? Both of them, yeah. And, and, and the other thing is, I, th I always think, I mean, I, my background is sport. I, I play tennis and I come from a sports background. And I'm a big believer that if you're at the top of your game, that's actually when you should put the boot in even more. So these agents who are, you know, number one in their chosen marketplace, they should be, in fact, even more so, they should be the ones that are doing the training and development and the leadership, okay. particularly for the managers. Often I find that negs come on courses, but if I can be really blunt, it needs to be the leaders and the managers that come on as well, because they're the ones that are responsible for getting results through their people, aren't they? Yeah, I find that strange that the bosses never go on the courses. Well, I think they know it all. Like you say, they went on that countrywide train in 2008, didn't they? They did. So why would you need to go on another training course? And there's a huge difference between training and development, isn't there? A huge difference, yeah. So yeah. training is then teaching you it in the first place, and development is then expanding that training to be better at it. Is that Absolutely. And, and I mean, one of the things where I think that training falls down is there's no accountability then back in branch. So I might, for example, get called in... And I often get called in when the wheel has fallen off. And it's too late then, really. And they think, oh, well, we'll put them on a training course for selling or... Yeah, need a few more vowels. Yes. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get a trainer in. Yeah, we'll, we'll sprinkle some magic dust on and then they'll go back in branch and then we'll be fine. But there isn't then the accountability and the follow-up. And there needs to be. Is that why it's really important for bosses to come on the same training course so they know what their negs are being taught yes. to um, basically follow through? Because yes. it is quite simple, isn't it? Teach people shit. Make sure they do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, so, and, and that's what doesn't happen. Anybody that, that, that comes on my training courses, I always say at the very end, what one thing are you going to do differently that will make you more effective in the workplace? And they almost have to commit to something, whatever it might be. Now then, if I see that person again, 
which I very often do, or I'm following up, I'll be saying, right, how did you get on doing X, Y, and Z, whatever it was. And that, but that's what the leaders and managers should be doing in the estate agency, but they're not. Is that because, if you don't mind me saying, and I don't know if it's the same in other industries, but estate agents have got a very good way of, just because you're a bloody good negotiator, they'll promote you to be a good valuer. And if they promote you to be a bloody, if you're a bloody good valuer, they seem to think that that'll make you a good branch manager. And I've learned that a good valuer don't make a good branch manager, do they? Completely different skill set, isn't it? But you're absolutely right. And the same thing happened to me when I was kind of working in, in the industry. You know, I was good at valuing, so I got promoted to be a manager. But it's a completely different skill set. And I think perhaps some, and I think it's the same in other industries. I, mean, I think it's completely, I work with lawyers as well, and it's exactly the same in the legal they, They're the same? They, absolutely. Just yeah. because you're a good practitioner doesn't make you a good... A good sort of managing okay. partner of a firm, no. And, and do you know what what is the difference between managing and and leading because you know i mean i've spoken to different people some people say you manage systems and you lead people with i would agree with that yeah i think i think you manage tasks and you lead people um, but if you're a leader you have to have followers don't you yes so you've got to and, and in my opinion you've got to be um, a very visible leader there's no point hiding under a bushel you've got to be visible you've got to be easy to follow um, and you know, the, 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 and staff need to know what's expected of them, and they need clarity. And, and so many people that come on training courses with me or that I work with, the, 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 they haven't got clarity in the role, so that then makes them a bit fudged. Well, that should should come from above, shouldn't it? Of course, it, it should. Yeah. And if if they're not quite sure where their um, where their levels of authority lie and their responsibility, it's going to cause confusion. So. Yeah, there needs to be clarity. Would you say that probably 99% of the problems of estate agents are because of the lack of skills or knowledge of the boss? Well, 99% is quite a high figure. I perhaps might not put it quite What percentage would you say? 80? I'd, I'd, yeah, well, from personal experience, people coming on my courses, there's like a, like, a, like, a, like a roadblock with their boss. Again, perhaps because they haven't got clarity in their role or they're, um, they're not being supported in some way or things aren't being followed up. Okay, so if there's any bosses watching now, uh, in a, literally a couple of minutes, because we've got, you know, we've got only so long on the video, what quick wins, and I know there's no such thing as a quick win, but what yeah. things could they be doing differently to, to make a difference giving them some feedback some constructive feedback and I think also enhancing strengths very often I, I, I bosses will say to me oh they're not very good at that they're not very good at that they're not good at that what about getting something that they are good at and enhancing that strength and that skill and making them better at that so I'm not saying ignore your development areas I'm not saying that but I think a lot of bosses don't work on strengths and actually if they can enhance the strengths that'll be a quick win and giving some feedback, saying thank you, just for a job well done. And it, that, that, we talk a lot on, on training about putting um, a deposit in their emotional bank account. And just by saying thank you, job well done, sorry, I ballsed up, whatever it might be, then that's putting a deposit in their emotional bank account. And that's, that will be a quick thing. Do you think bosses are not particularly good at their soft skills, the EQ skills, as they say? Some are, some are good, but I would Both. say the majority aren't. Would you say, I'm going to make a sweeping statement here that, but here we go, is that, I mean, I've always found this, and I'm only making a statement here that my bosses who've been women have been better at the emotional side, and I've worked, tended to work better for those people. I have had the two male bosses who've been exceptional, but I've had other bosses that have lacked emotion. Yeah, well, 
I can only speak personally, the best boss I worked for was a woman or is a woman. <laughs> so, and, and she was great at giving, again, giving the constructive feedback. Um, that was Glynis, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Glynis Star. Hunters. Yeah. yeah. Star Lady, she was on that and sofa. And she's been on this very sofa. She yeah. has been on that wonderful sofa, yes. Yeah. And she was great at the, at the constructive feedback. She was good at, at, the, at, the, at saying thanks for a job well done. If she balls up, she'd say she balls up. And I, yeah, and I, I respect, I respected her then, and I respect her now. Thank you for your time today. You're welcome. Thank you, Chris.